This week on Together for Salem. A lot of us just want things to go back to normal, right? I get it. The thing is, that normal is gone. The world has changed. The world was changing before COVID, but the, this whole COVID crisis and, and everything that happened because of it really accelerated how the world's been changing. We have an opportunity to remember the past and then use that memory to create a new and a better future for all of us. Welcome to Together for Salem, episode 62, I think. We're losing count Might be point. 63. Yeah. This is the final installment of the What Lies Ahead series. That's right. Which is cool. This is, this is where it all comes together. So if you haven't watched uh, parts one, two, or three of this series, might be a good idea to push pause, kind of play some catch up, maybe just read the like transcripts. This. And... Uh. <laughs> watch those episodes before you watch this one. But this one a good idea. is where John brings it together and kind of gives the plan, the how mm. we want to do church post pandemic with all the things that we've learned Yep. in the last year plus. Which is a lot of things, Yeah. it turns out. It turns out. So we're excited. Thank mm -hmm. you for listening on the podcast. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Please connect with us. If you haven't yet, fill out that welcome form. We have gifts for you on the welcome form for saying yes. hello to us. We'll say hello back. Um, it's also a great way to join a group. John talks about that um, coming up here in this episode. But watch, listen, learn, enjoy. And we're going to come back on the other side with our giveaways. And we'll talk about a couple other things. Announcements. Announcements. Mm -hmm. See you in a bit. So here we are at the culmination of basically everything we've talked about so far in this What Lies Ahead series. We're at the point where basically the rubber meets the road. How, we're at the how, how are we, Cross Creek Community Church, how are we going to be a community that invites our neighbors to discover, enjoy, and share the life Jesus offers together? It's a good question, right? But before we dive in, and really look at what and how we're gonna do this, I feel like I need to address this question one more time. And it's this, it's probably a question maybe you've been thinking, maybe you haven't said it, but it's okay if you say it. John, why can't we just go back to what we were doing like a year and a half ago, before COVID? Why can't we just go back to that? And I totally understand, because a lot of us just want things to go back to normal, right? I get it. The thing is, that normal is gone. The world has changed. The world was changing before COVID, but the, this whole COVID crisis and, and everything that happened because of it really accelerated how the world's been changing and, and how church probably needs to change to keep up with the, the culture and, and the world and, and just people. See, we all have a tendency to, to look at the past with nostalgia, right? The, the good old days. And nostalgia is nice, and it's, it's fun to look back, 
But honestly, as Dave Rhodes, a pastor, says, nostalgia is really memory without imagination. Think about that. Nostalgia is memory without imagination. That's really nowhere to live just in the past and not imagining the future. Because, and as Dave says again, God calls us to remember the past in order to create the future. And right now, as Cross Creek Community Church in 2021, Salem, Oregon, we have an opportunity to remember the past and then use that memory to create a new and a better future for all of us. See, we can hang on to the past and, and just grip it tightly and just, you know, just hang on to the past and pretend nothing's happening around us, or we can venture bravely into the future. And as our good friend Luke Summers said, we have decided to further the mission instead of furthering the tradition. And so what started all of this thinking of maybe what we've been doing was good, but not good enough for the future we're about to move into. It was this, this question, this pressing conviction that following Jesus is a life to live, not a routine to observe. And so we asked ourselves, how do we actually become what we see in the biblical writings? How do we put into practice this idea that we see throughout the New Testament writings? When Jesus said, you to his followers, us, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Or where Paul says, For we, Jesus' followers, are God's masterpiece, his poem. We've talked about this before. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. Why? So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. But what I really want to focus on in this episode is what Peter says in his letter, 1 Peter. But you, and that's a plural you, usually when you see you in the New Testament writings, it's plural, but you are not like that, talking about people who don't know Jesus yet. You are not like that, for you, Jesus' followers, are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result of being those things, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. So Peter says that we, Jesus followers, are a royal priesthood, a group of royal priests. And there is a lot in that passage that we could dissect for weeks. But the main thing we want to look at right now is that as Jesus followers, we now have a role to show the world who God is. Mainly to show the world that Jesus was God. And when you saw Jesus, when you hear about Jesus, when you really know who Jesus is, you know and see God. That that is who we are now. We are the people that bring God to the rest of the world. We are his representatives. And he says, we declare the goodness of God. The, the Greek word there is like to advertise or to display, to proclaim, to tell out or to tell forth 
the good things God has done. Not just to, not just to bless the world and do good to people, which yes, that is totally part of being God's special possession, but also to make known what we have witnessed, what we have experienced about God. Basically, his goodness to us and for us. The transformation he's brought into our lives. We are an advertisement. We are a display of God's qualities, his excellencies. How? Through our actions. Yes, how we love each other so that others know who Jesus is. How we love others, especially including our enemies. So through our actions, we display God's qualities, but also through our words. By telling the story of God's love for us, what God has done for us. We're not displaying or advertising how good we are. We're actually showing the goodness of God. The whole point is to show people who God really is. And so we as Jesus followers, as a group of Jesus followers, we are a community created to use our lives to advertise the goodness of God. And so the task we are faced with as a local ecclesia, local church, local group of royal priests. What do we look like? What does that look like for you, for us individually, and for us together in our world, in our context? What does that look like right now in 2021 Salem, Oregon? What good works were created for you or for us? See, we want to help people. We want to help you become who you can be. As, as Dallas Willard put it, we want to help you become who Jesus would be if he had your life. See, it's not we want to become just like Jesus because Jesus was a first century Jew in the ancient Middle East. He didn't have internet. He didn't have cars and all that type of thing. So the goal really is to become who Jesus would be if he lived your life right now, if he had your family, your city, your job, who would he be in that context? And so how do we become a people whose lives are about inviting our neighbors to discover, enjoy, and share the life Jesus offers together? How do we do that? That's the question we've been wrestling with. And most options that we've seen that have been presented to us are either just pray and you know hope that happens which doesn't seem to happen when you do that, right? You just kind of pray and now you're living your own good little life. Or you completely orchestrate it, right? You, you tell everybody you gotta do this first, then this, then this, then this, and you kind of make, try to make everybody a cookie cutter church person and get everyone put in the same box so that they grow in the same way and that type of thing. And we decided, no, there's gotta be something better. There's gotta be something more. And so we wanted, we tried to use our past to imagine a better future. So where are we going? What does being the church, the ecclesia of Cross Creek look like? What does doing, being the church, the Cross Creek way look like now? And we've embraced, and you probably hear this a lot in the future, a both and idea. See, we as Cross Creek are about both our individual growth and our individual role in the kingdom of God and our community role who we are individually and who we are as a community. What we, both individuals and plural, are created to be. See, following Jesus and advertising his love involves both our individual lives and our collective life. So, 
How do we, and how do we all help others discover our role in God's kingdom? How do we find our sweet spot in inviting neighbors to discover, enjoy, and share the life Jesus offers? Now, the best way for now that I could think of describing this, and hopefully maybe someday somebody much smarter than me has a better analogy, is a radio tower. See, well, I say for now because all of this is an ongoing evaluation, and things might change a little bit. But think of a, a radio tower. See, you got that radio tower right going up, and you have these little struts holding things together. Everything we're talking about in this episode is held together by relationships. Everything is about relationships. And those are the struts as we go through this. I'm trying to paint the picture. Those are the struts you see holding each section together of the radio tower. Those are our relationships with each other. And we really thought through this. Every time, for me personally and for really all of us, that we've discovered our role, that we've actually played our role in the kingdom of God was through relationships. It's kind of just how God's designed this whole thing. And so as we are connected to relationships in the environments that we're going to talk about, we're able to better and better show, display the goodness of God. See, we grow together in this. We are a royal priesthood together. We are a group. Everything you're going to hear about in the next few minutes is designed to increase, enhance, and come out of relationships. And this new idea we're talking about is, I have to explain it in an order, right? You, I, you have, you know, this point in the episode and then later points, and I have to talk in some type of order. But what we're talking about is not a step-by-step, have-to-do-every-one-of-these-things-in-the-right-order type of thing. I want to get that clear and across. The best way probably to think about this is like a menu for a full banquet. Every part is part of that banquet. Or they're puzzle pieces that when you put them all together, they bring together the whole picture. And so the radio tower helps us kind of arrange these ideas, these things, in a level of the strength and closeness of the relationships. As the radio tower goes up, those struts get closer and tighter, and that's kind of how the relationships will work in this. But the main idea here is we want to be an organic movement of the church into our community. We don't want to just do the routine. We don't want to just do the tradition. We are about the mission of the kingdom of God. And so let's go through this, what this looks like. The lowest, biggest, largest section of the radio tower is our, what you're watching right now, our Together for Salem episodes. See, this has our largest reach. This is where we can bring in the most people. It's also where the relationships are kind of the furthest apart because this is our introduction to the world of who we are and what we're doing. This right now is where we will continue to have our main teachings of what it's like to follow Jesus, of what it means to uh, look for what does love look like in everything we do. This is our way to bring everyone who is about this mission together around the same idea, the same purpose. So we're on the same road. It allows us, think about this, this episode stuff, this YouTube and podcast allows us to declare to potentially the entire English speaking world has the largest reach. Yes? I was just... Oh, I thought you were like, can I say something? Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Questions? Save them till the end. <laughs> and so the question might be, how can you be a part of this? Because this just seems like something we put together and then you consume. 
in a way it is, but the way you can be a part of this uh, section of the radio tower, if you will, is watch these episodes regularly. Make this part of your routine. Maybe you were a church person before and you would go to church every Sunday. Well, make this, watching this, part of that routine. Not just something you do right before your connect group, which we'll talk about, but something that is part of your day, your weekly routine of saying, okay, what is our community of Cross Creek talking about this week? So watch these. Make it a routine. Be part of the community that we that is all moving in one direction in our own ways, but we're all moving in the same direction. And that's what this kind of brings together. How else can you be a part of it? Well, this all this stuff is on social media. So like these episodes so others see it. Comment on it. The comments actually help more people see it. And then share it, obviously. You can email it, you can just push share. And maybe you feel like you don't wanna share this because maybe it's just not worth it. You don't put it in those words because you're very polite. But maybe there's part of this that's just not worth sharing. Then tell us why that is. Help us improve, help us become even more uh, desirable. Help our message become more desirable to those who don't know Jesus yet. Maybe you have expertise with social media or filming or that type of stuff. We could use your expertise. And like a lot of this and a lot of things we do, it takes money. It takes resources to be able to do this. So maybe the way you can be part of the Together for Salem, which a lot of you have already done, is to pay it forward, to donate, to keep this going so that we can continue that reach and bring these relationships closer and closer together. And so that's, that's the main bottom part of this tower. The second part, the next section, are our on-site parties or our gatherings or a favorite word I'm working with right now are our jamborees. That are when we come together as Cross Creek, our, our twice a month parties right now. See, these help put faces, they help put smiles to what we're all together watching, to what we're all together hearing. It allows us to see that we are part of a larger community, not just us watching an episode and then trying to you know, follow Jesus. We are not alone. See, there's something about Jesus followers being together, showing that we are an actual united community. And that's what these gatherings are designed to be. And so how can, again, you be a part of these gatherings? Well, first of all, you can come. Right? You, can sh you can be part of this larger community. You can invite others to this. This isn't like something where this is only for the special few. This is for everybody to see what is this Cross Creek really about. And when you do attend, how you can be part of it and, and help this mission is to talk to people you don't know. Not just hang out with your friends, but actually reach out and say, oh, you know what? I haven't met you before. We are part of the same community. Let's meet each other. You can also help out. It takes volunteers. And then, of course, as we share meals and that type of stuff, it's not free. We do, again, need finances to keep this, these types of gatherings together. And a little side note, these gatherings, these parties, these jamborees, are the only part in all of this that we're talking about, they really are the only part that you actually have to be local in the Salem area to be a part of. Everything else, you can do it if you live in Florida or Tennessee or, or even Cambodia. For Salem Opportunities is the next part of this tower. And yes, if you live in Cambodia, it'd probably be for Cambodia Opportunities, but you can still be a part of it. See, we as Cross Creek, as the Ecclesia of Cross Creek, we are for Salem because God is for Salem. And we want to show our neighbors we are for them before they are ever for us. And even if they are never 
for us. We want to show them that God's, Jesus' church is for them because God is for them. And these four Salem opportunities also have a both and uh, idea to them. See, some of the opportunities that we present to you and, and say, hey, this month's opportunity is, you know, help a teacher out. Some of these are individual or, or family opportunities, while others are for the whole ecclesia, the whole community, the whole church. Some are for individuals, some are for the larger community. And these really are just a little help in seeing what it means to be a Jesus follower in our daily lives. And that's why we have these four Salem opportunities. For us to see what it means to be a Jesus follower in daily lives and for our neighbors to see, oh, God is for me. So your question, how can you be a part of these four Salem opportunities? Again, participate. Actually be a part of it. See, what if we all had this campaign to, to pay it forward for the person in the drive-thru and we all handed out a four Salem card and for that weekend or whatever it is, People throughout Salem are getting these cards and people paying for them in the drive-thru. That would really show the community something. So participate. Share these ideas on social media. Invite your friends as we do work days to be a part of the, the service day. If you have ideas, share them. You can always email us at info at yourcrosscreek.com for your ideas of what we could do as a For Salem opportunity to really help our community. And then again, these things aren't free. So we do need finances for them. And maybe you are a special person who loves to organize things. And maybe you have your pulse on the community or you're just an organizer. See, our desire is to do full Cross Creek Church, Ecclesia group things, service projects once a month. But those take planning. Those take logistical skill. And right now, we don't have the, the person power to be able to pull that off monthly. So maybe that's something you could be a part of. Pray about that. And now we're kind of getting closer to the top, kind of getting to the meat of this idea that we're, we're putting forth of what our future looks like as Cross Creek. And the next section is the connect groups. Not a new idea for us, but see the connect group is, your, is a small embodiment of the church, of the ecclesia throughout the area. All our connect groups are small embodiments of Jesus's church throughout the area. This group is who you share your life with. This group is your safe community. This is where you do church, where you are the community of Jesus. This is where you pray for each other. You support each other. You care for each other. You shepherd one another. Like we talked about in the last episode of the pastorhood of all believers. This is where you do that in your connect groups. See, our connect groups aren't just like get-togethers and a Bible study. No, this is where we discuss the messages on these episodes. This is where we explore in, in deeper terms of what we talked about here, where you can ask questions and maybe say, well, what did you guys think? Because I was a little confused where we can help each other. We can go deeper into what it really means to be a Jesus follower. See, these groups are designed to where we can serve together, where we can see God use others and ourselves in loving each other. For me personally, small groups, we call them connect groups is where I've made my closest friends, like true deep relationships, because we were willing to really ask questions and, and pray for each other. There's something when you hear somebody pray for you, and especially pray for your kids if you have them, that just binds you together in unity. And maybe you live somewhere else where you can't like get together with somebody from Salem, Oregon. You can start a connect group wherever you live, in Cambodia even, 
and we can help you with that. Or maybe there's nobody around you that you wanna bring together, but you, you wanna be a part of this. You can join a connect group online. We have the opportunity to actually pipe in our connect groups and have people on computers while we're meeting. And it, it's really fun actually, and we can help you do that. And now as we get even closer to the top, this is like the last part of the tower where the relationships are super tight and very um, just cohesive. This is what we, our new idea that we're calling, we don't even have a perfect name for it yet, but we're calling them either huddles or, or journey partnerships or my favorite, alliances. Do you want to form an alliance with me? Absolutely, I do. Good, good, excellent. These are groups of two or three people committed to each other. Maybe not for the rest of you know humanity, but for a certain amount of time, two or three people meet together or they text with each other where we are learning, we are growing, and we are supporting each other in safe relationships. This is the idea of growing in a personal and personalized way. And it's also an on-demand way where hey, I feel like I need to grow in this, or I need to, to talk about this with somebody, an aspect in your life like marriage or parenting, or you know, even studying the Bible, what that looks like. It's something you can do with one or two people. Because connect groups are amazing, but you're not always to go as deep as you would like when there's 12 people, right? You can't always ask your really um, pressing questions or, and really get to know and dig deep into personal ideas and how this affects you uh, individually. And so this allows us, these smaller huddles, allow us to really get in-depth in a personal, personalized way. These are, these are individual paths provided by Cross Creek on our website, which is going to come very soon, that follow the characteristics that we see all followers of Jesus continually maturing in. So these are the, the on-demand options, if you will, of what it looks like to be a Jesus follower and what you can dive deeper into with two or three people, of confidently trusting, of independently growing, authentically connecting, selflessly serving, faithfully investing, and purposely multiplying. Those are like the, the menu options of maturing to be a Jesus follower. And see, the idea of this, and this might be confusing because it might sound like a Bible study, it's not. It's not just information transfer. This is life sharing. This is maturing. This is growth together. See, we don't want to just be a teaching center. We want to be a training center, training each other how to follow Jesus today. And this isn't like some formal thing. This really is just going to somebody and saying, hey, do you want to go through this book with me about uh, finances? Or do you want to go through this book with me about about parenting, because you know we both have kids kind of the same age, let's work together on this. These do not require any formal training. We will provide a few questions to kind of help get the conversation started, and then you can just take it from there and actually share life with somebody, talk about life together. For me, this idea really was one of the most important, most impactful aspects of my journey with Jesus. I've had many people, just one-on-one, -on -one, kind of mentor me in a way or, or walk with me in following Jesus. But one of the main ones really is a guy named Brian Baldwin. We, uh, we did music together at, at a church and we decided, hey, once a week we're going to meet together and go through like a biblical passage. And he was, 
he was older than me and I was, I was younger. And he would walk me through these things. And one of the questions was, take a word from this, this Bible verse and really study what it means. And he allowed it to be personalized because me being the punk I was, I was like, well, let's go through the word if, like the smallest word in the sentence, right? But we would actually dive into it and we would, and it would actually mean something. And, but we didn't only just meet together. See, he actually made me part of his life. We lived life together. We would go to lunch together. We knew each other's families. We hung out together. That's what we're talking about is these types of huddles. Yes, there's material that you're centered around and that kind of helps facilitate. We're talking about building relationships with other Jesus followers so that we can strengthen each other. And so find people. You can find somebody who, the best idea is to find somebody who likes you, something that you guys have in common, someone who will listen to you and, and has, you know, uh, respects your opinion on things. And this type of growth, this type of maturing is slow, and that's okay. We're used to rushing around and, and we want things now. But really, true growth, true maturity, really becoming who Jesus would be if he lived your life, it takes time. But there's potential for true life change beyond anything we've ever imagined. Now, all of this tower that we've been talking about, all has one purpose, true, real purpose. It's all designed to support, think about a radio tower, to support and hold up you. You are the antenna on this radio tower. It's you who is declaring, who is radiating the message of Jesus's love wherever God takes you. Wherever you are, at home or at work or in your neighborhood or, or the hobbies you have or, or your kids' sports or whatever, this, everything is designed to help you be a Jesus follower wherever God has taken you. And yes, a, a side note, we are still striving to find out how to apply this idea, just so you know, to kids and, and our teenagers. It's slowly taking shape, but we want you to know that we are trying to apply this whole idea to the kids' environments as well. Now, all of this, you might be in one or two sides, but maybe all of this kind of seems like that's it. Like this whole thing, you waited all this time and, and you've done all these episodes for that. Like this is pretty underwhelming. Like, it's kind of different, I guess, but what's the big deal? Here you go. Good question. It's fair. The biggest difference in all of this is the details. The biggest difference is the reasoning behind it and the focus of it. See, we're not asking you to make Cross Creek Community Church bigger or better. We're not asking you to, to come to our service so we have more people. I'm not asking you to give money so that we can, we can uh, get raises and build a bigger building or anything like that. We're not asking you to come and serve so that people have, you know, more people want to come. We just get more people in the seats. We're not trying to get a bigger name for Cross Creek. See, we want to provide tools. We want to support you. We want to help you become who you were always created to be. We want to be a part of helping you live the big life. God prepared for you from eternity past. See, you are in all of this invited to discover and play your role in the kingdom of God. You have a story to, to fuse with God's grand story. And we want to help you find it and fulfill it. See, our goal is to develop participating partners not just solitary spectators. 
you are invited to be in this with us, to be in this mission now. And so looking at it that way, that might feel now a little uncomfortable, a little scary, maybe even a little bit heavy that now you are in the action. It's no longer just watching you know, church and, and watching the, the people who get paid to do church do the stuff. See, the old way of just coming and, and maybe joining a group and that type of thing and, and serving on a Sunday, that was safer, right? That was easier. You didn't really have to push too hard to do those things. See, before, you got to watch. <laughs> well, show's over. Now, you get to be who you were always created to be every day, living God's mission every day in your everyday life. See, God's story is one of including us to do and become more than we can imagine together. And for some, this might seem too far. For others, maybe this isn't far enough. That's okay. See, everything we've talked about, the, the tower and everything, can be as much or as little as you want. And that's okay. See, everyone will approach this in their own way. Some people will, will jump right on board and be like, yeah, I want in, give me a partner, whatever. Some might be ready to start small. And be like, okay, yeah, I will make a regular routine of watching these episodes. Others, like I said, will be able to be ready to dive in right away. That's okay. But the question I think we all need to ask is this. All right, the question I have for you is, are you willing to take the first step in letting God use your life for more than you imagine? Are you willing to take that first step? And if you are, then ask this. Ask God this. God, show me my next step. What is it in this that you want me to do, to be a part of? What's my next step? And that's really all this life is about, right? Just trusting God for the next step and then choosing to trust him enough to take it. Really, we're all just kind of like, like toddlers with a loving God ready to catch us when we stumble and to encourage us to start again. What is your next step? Are you trusting him enough to take it? So I invite you to journey with us as we explore what it means to be a community committed to living out the kingdom of God Together. to be a group of people bringing our individual roles in the kingdom of God together into one community. We have an opportunity to do something rarely done in our time, to actually take Jesus at his word, to use our little for his immense kingdom, to rely on him to show up as we choose to show up for others. We have the opportunity to truly be a city on a hill, a people whose lives are committed to making him famous, not whose lives are committed to our preferences, our comfort, our ambitions. See, the new future, as we've said, the new future desperately needs Jesus followers who choose to make their lives about God's revolution. So come with us. Come with us as we invite our neighbors to discover, enjoy, and share the life Jesus offers together going to be an amazing ride. Hey, welcome back. Thank you, John. What is our next step? 
individually and collectively will pray and that's pretty cool to find out. Mm -hmm. One step at a time. One step at a time. Mm -hmm. Anywho, we get to give away stuff this week and announce a new giveaway and oh. a Nudesmiths. Oh my, that's yeah. a lot, but we're gonna go quickly. Okay, what are we gonna do first? We've already told you about the welcome form. Yep. If you haven't done that yet, this is a good you chance still can. to do that. It's you can easy. still pause. Wait, you don't have to pause and do it. You can do it while you listen. Yeah. Maybe you're walking, listening to this podcast and filling out the welcome form. What's up podcasters? You Whoop. can't see me. That's right. I think you say that every, every episode. No, I've missed a couple. Okay. But they Giveaway this are. week to Mana Japanese Comfort Food mm -hmm. in South Salem. And the winner is... Sierra N. Congratulations. We're excited for you. Yeah. You can always enter twin podcasters and YouTubers uh, using social media. But if you're not on socials, you can email us and enter to win these giveaways. Can you put that cat typing? Oh, Seriously. cat typing GIF here. GIF. Yeah, you say favorite. GIF or GIF? It's time GIF? to decide. I know. I think I it's know. GIF think because it's, it's graphic interface for it. Can you also put the groundhog GIF where it goes like this with the big eyes on there? Yeah, I can. For me? Thanks. Okay. Anyway, our giveaway this <clears throat> coming week is to Chicha Brewing. Yeah. Who's excited about this? Me. We're going to go and sample all the stuff we'll before go. you get there. I'll have the so, guava beer. Yeah, that was good. good. We've had that. Yeah. We've had Great a couple. tacos. Chicha is in West Salem, so I'm sorry you have to go into Polk County for this one. Uh, Some of you are already there. Yeah, it's across the bridge. Uh, great spot in West Salem. You can hit the Goodwill, um, do all the West Salem things, but it's a great place to visit. Yep. Um, it's homegrown. You're gonna wanna check it out. They have great options. Whether you eat meat or you're a vegetarian or you just want some beer. Or a margarita. Or a margarita. Or whatever they have or on their menu. Whatever. You can look it up online. In one week from this weekend where you're watching this is our Woodman Sea Park uh, cleanup day. Yep. So we're gonna go over to Woodman Sea. It's gonna be great weather, I'm sure of it. And we're gonna Hope do so. some painting, spread some bark chips, maybe pick up some trash. I'm sure the kids will play. Uh, we'll have like water and granola bars and stuff for you. Uh, but it's from one to three on June 13th. You don't even have to RSVP, you can just show up and we're really gonna be excited to hang out. Yep. This is one of the things John talked about in his message. This is a great entry point for you. It's a great way for you to just come mm -hmm. and help. And maybe that's all you ever do with us. And that's okay too, but Woodman Sea Park right. is gonna look great. And that's the goal. Yeah. So, bye. <laughs> just kidding. See ya. <laughs> these are questions for your connect group. Oh, right, the You questions, should think yeah. about these and talk yeah, about them. Talk about how. And if you're not a connect group, you can just do these questions with a partner or a friend. Or, or talk to yourself. journal or talk to Jesus about it. Yeah. But just take this content further. We out. That's it. I hope I was recording all this. And I was. What do you want to talk about? What if I stand here? It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. Is it it's moo. Is it Joey? <laughs> yes. Yeah. This camera should be the, that 80s effect. <laughs> it kind of looks like it's drop, hand drawn. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.